1: Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's Amazon.com slash ad news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
2: Warning, warning, happy hour listeners. We really earned our not safe for work or anywhere <laughs> rating this week. With Suzanne Wong our filthy filthy friend who we love with the heat of a thousand white hot suns (laughs) who is struggling with cancer again But there's something right in the world when she's still just as filthy. So here we go warning warning Happy hour, bitches. Suzanne Wong is back. Fuck yeah. And she's alive, motherfuckers. Ah. She fisted stage four cancer in the ass and made it her bitch. And And, now. And it got mad. And now the bitch is back. Now the bitch is back. back. (laughs) There's going to be crying. There might be snotting on your shirt, but there's going to be laughter. Yes. Hi, Suzanne Wong. What the fuck are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking an organic fucking green juice. It smells
3: wonderful. Is there there ginger in it? it?
1: Oh, yes.
3: Well, that gives a little zing. Uh.
1: Listen to me. If it weren't for cancer, I would eat bacon and Hostess white powdered donuts every meal, every day. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, this doesn't make me happy, but...
2: You did the happy hour when it was behind the paywall, and then you've obviously been on the regular show, and we've talked about your whole...
1: Path. Now, I ate
2: uh, very loud, crunchy things during the original happy hour, talking about your cancer, during very tender moments. I also heard that was one of the filthiest
3: happy hours ever. Oh, she's a fucking whore.
0: Yeah. She hosted <laughs> a show on the Playboy
1: channel. I did. And she's fucking about filthy. About fetishes. I'm fascinated by yeah. fisting and felching yeah. and, you know, all oh, the yeah. deviant. Huh. I think it's hilarious and fascinating.
2: We she to... has two Ivy League degrees, but she also has uh, fucked in my bathroom uh, with uh, Jeff during a dinner party.
1: <gasps> oh, was I not supposed to say that? <gasps> oh, my
2: I was like, well, at we were actually, okay, we were outside at a barbecue, and I was like, wow, where is Suzanne and Jeff? And then they came out of the bathroom, oh you know, with the are JPF we at, hair, and I was like, "What? I, what is happening?
3: Are we at the, like, censor part of this podcast? Was no, that, like, no. That, like, she that knows. it's not an explicit tag. She's a whore. Well, She's a no, knows. We just
2: never talked about it on the air. They have a very right. healthy sex life. <laughs> <laughs> I was just happy the counter didn't break. I was like, Woo, okay, everything's good. I'm going to
3: have a drink. Wow. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Starting off with a bang. Yeah. I just want to make her comfortable. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> bang. Bam. And here I thought we were just going to celebrate Sarah Huckabee Sanders' retirement. Yay. Oh, <laughs> yay! Yeah, that news is breaking bring, as we're taping. i to that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I felt like one of our listeners tweeted, like, thought I'd take her squiggy eye and go lumber back to the barn. And that was before then I feel like maybe that was the one thing that hurt her feelings. Like she actually left. Maybe cool. she, that's why she lumbered back to the barn. That's mean.
3: We, we say that she goes to the barn to feed directly from the cow because she couldn't get food at the table with the other husky boys around. Oh. If <laughs> you've her. seen
2: the Huckabee Christmas picture, they're all little. Like We feel like she's the one that didn't get enough uh, nutrition, so she had to suck off a, a cow in the barn. Oh. Not in a dirty way, in a, in a nutrition In way. a healthy way. <laughs> yeah, don't be a whore. Um, listen, your friend drove you here. Don Marie Ferrara is Yay, right there. Yay, Dawn Marie. Fucking New York's in the house she's over there. From New York. We're going to drag you in here one way or another. I know you said you're not 718, but you fucking read 718 for She one, sounds eight like 718. Just do seven, a walk-in. Do a walk-in. She's a beautiful hey, actress, hello. too. Okay. How you doing? I. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking doing?
3: And she's also political, too, so she's very excited about this. Girl. What are you doing?
2: Yeah, um, man. She's we awesome. We could replace one of these useless bags of flesh. Right. <laughs> Waste of microphones. Let's
1: replace Felicia.
2: Oh, oh your tumor that's all right yeah. let's just wait right. on the fucking felicia the goddamn right. sternum tumor that is
1: okay jesus this is like I alien so much attention
2: let's everybody call felicia a bitch yeah like an yeah. alien because it is popping out of her chest
1: bye so Time wait Don marie can i just say your
2: uh, your rita moreno is your cousin yeah that's all okay. <laughs> that's by amazing
4: the- wait,
1: God. i, God. Okay, I, I didn't be- even <laughs> know that <laughs> What? Really? I it's didn't even know that. Yeah, she's one of the executive
5: producers of the new Spielberg-directed West Side <laughs> right. Story.
1: Yeah. Travis, I was
2: yeah. kidding about you being a wasted bag of flesh. Holy I would shit. like you to also talk during this. He
3: talk. needs this microphone
5: more than that.
2: <laughs> no, you both share. We're, we're I, did, I, I didn't mean to, me to call you a waste of a microphone. As you know, Donald Trump has made me mean.
5: Yeah.
2: Don Marie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's that? What did you say? Oh. How do you feel about, about Donald, Donald Trump. Trump? What yeah. would you
1: like to say, Don Marie? Uh,
2: any Louisiana. fucking New Yorkers got any uh, fucking thing to say about that, Maroon? Ah, uh, forget about it. Nah. I just want him gone. Yeah.
6: I just want him freaking gone. Just take him out.
2: <laughs> don't you, do you think? Don't you think he's the one that's trying to kill Suzanne? Don't you feel like it's the goddamn stress? <laughs> do you know brought-
1: that the stress? I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding either. It started then, and it has gradually continued. It has been so between that and the fucking Kavanaugh. Hearing? Yeah. yeah, forget it.
0: Uh,
7: yeah,
2: it's not going to happen. But if it did, Suzanne, I'll be like, "You killed my friend. Prepare to die." All
3: right.
1: <laughs> if, if I it?
3: ever run into Donald Trump, which I'm sure I will. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh,
1: but yeah, it's not. It's not happening. Maybe
3: yeah. Pelosi needs to do impeachment as the cure for this. Jesus Christ, we need that, to that could solve the problem.
1: Yes, <laughs> it would certainly help. All right. Suzanne. Yeah. Now I wait, talked I, about on the air. What? I have, I, this is my first time meeting Chris. Oh okay. yeah. All right. Let's <laughs> let's review.
2: Let's re let's reset okay. for those yes. that have not uh, had heard Suzanne on the Happy right. Hour or on the regular show. Oh, okay. Or heard me talk about her. Uh, you are you fanboyed on her because I did. Okay. A lot of people because of House Hunters. So right. She, which well,
5: is well I was also a fan of House, of House Hunters. Okay. But before that, I was a big fan of Breakfast Time on FX. Oh on which you are a road warrior. Yes.
1: yes. And that's my, it's my probably my favorite job ever on television. Right. And it was only on for a year and yeah. a lot of people didn't get to see it and it was so much fun. It was, Tom Birdrawn was yeah. one of the hosts. I love him. And I, then yeah. they had four road warriors and our job was to go all around the United States, and, do live human interest segments. So I was always, I've been to every state in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a fun li- it was sort of like Letterman meets Good Morning America. It was yeah. just a and morning it, show. It was
5: It was set fun. in an apartment, an actual apartment in New York City right yes. near Madison, uh, Madison Park or something? Uh, pay there attention the, over
1: there. Anyway. Madison Square Park. Yep. Madison That's Square the Garden. The Flatiron District.
5: Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he almost said Madison.
5: <laughs> Madison Square whatever. Yeah. And they had a puppet co-host. Yes. Named Bob. It was
2: awesome. You were also a huge Arrested Development yes. fan who, where she played Olive Garden. Yes.
1: <laughs> the Asian prison gang leader, yes. of course. <laughs> and by the way, the way that happened was... I told a story about my journey with tit cancer at a spoken yeah. word thing called Sit and Spin. We,
2: it's the happy hour, so we can say, titty, 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 cancer, That's fuck right. you. right.
1: Fuck, fuck you,
2: titty fucking cancer. Fucking
1: fisting ass, fuck mm. cancer. Anyway, okay. so I told what? the story at a spoken word thing called Sit and Spin, and Jim Vallely was in the audience, mm-hmm. and he's the co-exec producer of Arrested Development. Right. And he loved my story, and then I sent him my stand-up reel, and he sent what it, was it to Mitch Hurwitz. Of, what
2: was the name of your one-woman show? You Now Which, Laughing? I Why Make I?
1: You Laughing. I make you laughing. <laughs> so Yay.
2: racist. I'm racist. You laugh. Your <laughs> car is yellow and it has a gook waffle <laughs> license
1: plate. Not, it says Crasian, not gook waffle. Well, what do you, what's gook waffle? you your email. Gook waffle my email, email address. Because I can take back the power of right. words that have been we used to he, hurt me. Okay. I call, call you round eye.
2: Yeah, and, and I, call I call you Crasian. Because yeah. you are the fucking Crasian that everyone cheated off of, obviously. <laughs> You wouldn't have (laughs) Ivy League degrees coming out your asshole. You were valedictorian of your class. You went to wear Yale brown.
1: Are you jealous of me now, though? Do you wish you had this? When you do, when they do,
2: that they do do colonoscopies, they're like, oh, there's another Ivy League degree. Oh, are we done? No. Oh, fucking overachiever. Oh, tiger daughter.
1: Speaking of colonoscopies, I'm doing a bunch of enemas now to get rid of parasites and tapeworms and candida. I
3: read that. (laughs) Let's do one on air. Wow. <laughs> this is not Katie Kirk. This is not the Today Show.
2: Suzanne was also Polly, the oversex spa manager on Las Vegas, everybody. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That was not acting, because
2: she's a whore, as we've already covered. <laughs> Stephanie. <it. laughs> what? She knows.
1: It was so much fun working on that show. I, I basically was given free reign to say whatever I wanted in one take after we got the NBC-approved right. take in the can. And the... In the can somehow.
7: Oh, We joke.
1: <laughs> oh my God!
2: <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Anyway, somehow a lot of the things that I said only for the benefit of making the crew guys laugh that I never thought would make it on the air would make it on the air. One time I made a fisting reference. I said, "Oh, my boyfriend the cholho he mad at me like time I put fist in bad place get stuck." <laughs> 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 on NBC. And they left it in. Oh, God. And all, all my friends call up and say, I don't understand. Are the NBC censors not watching this show? And I'm thinking, the word fist is not on that shit fuck. Cunt yeah, right, right. It's, right. Not, it's not on there. We've,
2: we've debated on, on the there. Stephanie Miller show. I'm like, can I, can say, I say she fisting? fisted state for cancer? Yeah. Uh. But
1: what did they, what did, what was the verdict? Well, I, no, I don't
2: think, I think so. I think I We're afraid to cross that fisted line. and then I <laughs> did the rest of it and made it her bitch. I can say that. Yes.
5: And you can say ass.
1: You can say bitch so and in ass. In honor of like Rocketman,
5: the bitch is back. Yeah. Back. Back. Yeah, the bitch, the bitch
1: is back.
5: Fisting conjures up an image in people's minds. I think that's what's. Yeah. The whole thing about
2: it—that's you say that because you're a homo. No, oh, yeah. right.
1: have you ever fisted? What?
2: <laughs> oh, now
5: we're now we're talking.
1: Yeah, uh-uh. the yeah. silence is. Let definitely Yes, yes. <laughs> Let me have some. Popcorn. <laughs> and was there fasting first? Because I think okay. it's easier. Um, no,
5: you, you clean yourself out.
7: Oh, okay. Oh, I'm wow. A
2: I'm, wow. A I'm a Catholic. No, beforehand. It's <laughs>
5: just polite to do so.
2: Yeah, I have yeah. a question. I'm a Catholic what? girl. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't. So, what is what is that? Do you is it your fist up? His or his well, fist? Not, up yours are going to be a
1: <laughs> punch through. You could like easily. Oh, it it's not like rock and like em, em robots. The right. fister or the fisty? Yeah.
2: Oh,
5: we could be a fisting top feel, or a fisting oh, bottom. Does that oh. feel good? Uh, okay. you,
1: you've never fisted a woman? No. In, no. In the, the hoo ha instead no. of the back hole? No. You
2: know,
5: just, no. I, yeah, punch
1: I punch through the key. Fists are not involved in my love fingers. Yes, but not. Not a fist.
5: What? How many fingers?
1: Not a I, fist! How many
5: fingers? <laughs>
1: like, what do you think I've been with if
5: all it's, women if that it's have four had or five 12 fingers, children? If I it's,
1: still can't. If hang it's hang, on. Five, hang yeah, on! If
5: it's, if it's five you fingers, you fist it. I not do that.
1: Well, it just depends. If the woman's like the Grand Canyon down there, Some then you can get it like in there easily. Some a
2: few more fingers, but I have not been with anyone that needs a fist. ha, ha, ha. Travis. See, you know what? Here's the thing. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 just was I was going to talk about
3: Donald Trump, Sarah Sanders resigning, <laughs> Kellyanne Conway, and her ethics violations. Oh, no,
2: no, no. Oh, no. You're not getting scared. No. here, so to speak. <laughs> wow. Wow. <sighs> yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, it's a little more gradual. It's like, one, okay, Nice. We'll yeah, that's, no. That's I, I still hope we have next week's podcast is. guest after this one comes <laughs> out.
5: You know, when you when you're fist, you don't start out with five fingers. You start out with one. Work but up the the whole fist. I well, mean, you what? don't uh, punch. Uh, you it's, uh, it's like okay. you go like this. What is she fucking Mrs. Walton? She said <laughs> kids. Oh Lesbians
2: goodness. generally haven't had. To, okay, here's what I want to say. What? You, I, I know that we are both racist because you call me roundline, I call you crazy. However, you are Luxist because. What? you and all your friends because every time I look on Instagram look at her and look at Vanessa Marcel who's going to call in your other best friend have any of you not been on People Magazine's most hundred most beautiful people list you shallow Hollywood motherfucker and yet am I still single yes because you're all
1: fucking straight girls what's that what's that about maybe you need to get your fisting
7: technique yeah.
2: down
1: ha. <laughs> Too friggin' shit. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> what up, New York? <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? How you doing, honey?
1: Maybe you can convert Dawn Marie.
2: <laughs> you never Seriously, know. Seriously, are all your friends just straight and beautiful? Because every picture I see, I'm like, what? Are you all, like, is it? Is that how you screen them on the 100 most beautiful list? Or
1: They just have to be smart, funny, and talented. If they happen whatever. to be attractive, whatever.
2: Whatever. Let's talk about <laughs>
1: By the way, Stephanie, thank you for coming to my fundraiser in March. It was so amazing to have you. And the only reason you were there is because it started at 1. Yeah, I know. Because you, Lord knows for me. you can't come <laughs> the to afternoon. the next one because the next one's at 7.30. So you're like, no, past my bedtime. I know, but that's why we're doing
2: this so we can tell people yeah. to thank go and you. to go to your GoFundMe. because. And you. as we've talked about when you've been on the show before, Suzanne, it, quite seriously, this is such fucking bullshit in America. I know that you, yeah, because you've been on the show before and we know you're... that when you beat stage four cancer, the first fucking time you lost your house,
1: you went through all this shit. Like I went a half a million dollars into debt. Yes. I had to sell my house Yeah, uh, because the things that actually have worked for me are not covered by insurance. And cancer is big business. And the cutting, burning, poisoning method is just not for me, but that's the lucrative stuff and that's what's covered by insurance. Right. And so if you want to veer off that path, then you have to come up with yeah. money. and, and what, did, also, what did
2: you do the first time? How, what kind of treatment did you do the first time? Well,
1: I mean, this is now the fourth time. So the first time I just got a lumpectomy, yeah. and then I made some lifestyle changes because I didn't want to do radiation chemo. Yeah. And then the second time I didn't even do surgery because I felt like that didn't work because it just came back. And then when it went to stage four in 2011, I was in excruciating pain because my back was broken. And I suddenly changed from, okay. Wait, 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 wait. How did your back get? Because it had metastasized. Stage oh, four okay. means it's moved okay. away. So okay. it was in my okay. skull, okay. my sternum, my left breast, my right breast, oh. my uh, lymph nodes, my uh, T10 vertebra, and my left hip. So it was everywhere. And you're 5'4 and, and you and weigh an excruci- like 14 pounds if yes. people
2: are not getting the videocast. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So anyway, um, because I was in excruciating pain, I would never had a broken back yeah.
7: yeah um
1: instead of going oh wave some sage over me and i'll meditate the pain away i actually said oh no in this case we're doing surgery because <laughs> i don't care if you have to cut the heads off endangered species and shove them in my back i'm gonna get rid of all political correctness Fuck and just, that. i'm just yeah, i'm right. just gonna what's that just A make, bald eagle
2: cut its head off just, and shove just, it off my ass make this <laughs> again with the ass
1: yeah <laughs> is
5: that un american i don't think so new york <laughs> you're, you're, you're kind of ass-focused today. Why?
2: If I don't know why.
1: <laughs> she <laughs> talks about fisting a lot. <laughs> you know Suzanne. Are you, Do you know
7: her? Okay, go ahead.
1: <laughs> I think felching's even funnier, <laughs> yeah, to be honest. That is, yeah, What's that? Oh,
2: oh no, That's no. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs>
1: That's Not in front of my son. Somebody, no. Sean's your pretend son? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cover your ears. Everything Sean.
2: in my life is pretend.
1: It's usually when uh, a, it's a, gay a, thing. a guy is... Uh, comes in an orifice, whether right. it's a pussy or an asshole, or, uh-huh. and then puts his own mouth on that orifice and sucks, sucks his out. own come out Bow! and swallows it. Wow!
2: Uh-huh. I'm sorry. That's
1: and it, and it sounds f- like what it means. What was like the la- fel- last part was what? Sucks it, his own come out, and swallows it. Yum, yum, yum. This? So, so if it's <laughs> in What's an, going on over there? So if <laughs> it's in an ass, Dumbering. there could be dingleberries right. and, you know, little hairs. Why, why,
2: why, 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 why would you do that? <laughs> no. I don't understand. <laughs> It's well, intimate.
1: What do you mean? Did she say yum it's, it's wait intimate. what? I did. I did. <laughs> so maybe Don Marie's done it. I mean not No no she you can't it, Well, it, she can could I do mean. the sucking out and swallowing right. part. Don Marie, it, I would do anything flexible for you. As hell. <laughs> I'm not sure about that might be a negotiation.
2: <laughs> Does anyone ever you know this, this make pot. love and like you know like kind of make out and then you know? Little, nipple, nipple, little. Well, that all
5: comes before the felching. <laughs> Coming,
2: looking into each other's eyes.
5: Okay. All right. Never mind.
2: Okay. Wow. Um.
5: Oh this, this podcast is earning its explicit badge. <laughs> wow. Wow.
2: Not safe. Not but, just for work. You didn't <laughs> for anywhere. <laughs> Hide your
5: children. Um, yeah. So. yeah. Roll up the windows if you're listening in the car.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I know you already know I'm a Hollywood name dropper. So guess what? Here's Todd Simon, owner of Omaha Steaks. Oh, this is very exciting. We've talked to a lot of big names, but Todd Simon is a fifth-generation owner of Omaha Steaks. Todd, hello.
8: Hey, how are you, Stephanie?
2: I am good, and my, uh, my guys here can tell you yep. I am not making this up. I have said over and over again these are the best steaks and burgers I have ever had at Omaha Steaks. I love them.
8: Well, thank you for saying so.
2: What? Because I remember a butcher a long time ago telling me uh, the quality of the meat is all, is everything. And if you have great meat, all you need is like what you have, like the Omaha Steaks signature seasoning and and heat. And that's it, right? If it's a good quality meat. How do you guys tell me what how you get the quality of meat that you have?
8: Well, first of all, you know, unlike some people might think that Omaha Steaks isn't based in Omaha, Nebraska, but they would be wrong. We are based <laughs> in Omaha, Nebraska, and... um, and we, uh, we get the first look at the very best beef in the country. So we start out close to the source of supply. We, get, we start out with the very best beef. And then we naturally age it for 21 to 28 days. Now, aging is an old-world process that's all but lost today. But that gives beef its mellow flavor, its rich flavor, and also starts to make it very, very tender. Mm. And then from there, from there, we hand-trim it. Um, so that each steak is perfect and very consistent, so you don't have like you know one steak for your you know in your family for dinner that's a half inch thick and another one that's an inch thick and they don't cook at the same time. You know we try to make it very consistent. Yeah. And then we, we vacuum seal it and then we flash freeze it. And that flash freezing is something that you just can't do at home. What we do is we basically put the steak in a state of suspended animation. So when you go to eat it and you thaw it out, it's going to be perfect, like it was. It's actually fresher than fresh.
2: I am a a Libra, so I fell in love with the filet mignons two weeks ago, and then I had the top sirloins, and now I can't decide. (laughs) 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 But, uh, yeah, I mean, the burgers, uh, really unbelievable. I was saying, you know, I love this Father's Day package that you've offered, because my dad, you know, a lot of people have, like, my dad loved steak. And -hmm. so I think it's a thing that, you know, it also kind of brings back memories, right? Like, I just remember that steak on the grill, and your corn mm-hmm. on the cob, sliced tomatoes, whatever you got, but it, it is, uh, it, your steaks are just honestly the best I've ever had.
8: You know, uh, there was recently a survey done by one poll of 2,000 dads, and one of the things it revealed is that three and four dads prefer an experience over a physical gift for mm-hmm. Father's Day, yeah. and that sitting down uh, for a meal with dad um, is an amazing idea because 79% of dads said they like to bond with their children over food. So Omaha Steaks really checks a bunch of boxes there. And then, of course, the crazy thing about it is is that dad actually wants to get out to the grill and make that dinner. So, yeah. it's, you know, it's kind of it, it, it's a, an amazing way to bring the family together on sort of dad's favorite day. You know, 50, 57% of dads said that Father's Day is their favorite day of the year.
2: Yum, yum, yum. And now back to the happy hour. Jeff, who you fucked in my bathroom um refers to you as his soul twin he i uh, you i have to say uh it, this the thing you sent out for the you know the next and i have to say the the benefit you had which was sort of like a comedy funeral except
1: it was you yes. know to raise money
2: I actually to keep you had, alive i actually <laughs> had
1: people perform whatever comedy yes. music whatever but if they wanted to they could do a brief 1 minute what i call Y-O-eulogy, eulogy, which is right. you tell somebody what you would say at their memorial service, but you tell them now while they're alive instead of waiting until they're dead, and then you're telling everybody else but them. Yeah, and so well, I thought, which is what, kind of what in, a great—it's a—it's a really powerful yeah. thing to yeah. give it and to receive. And I got to receive a bunch of no. them, and it was incredible. Jody and
2: Hamilton and I were sitting together, and we were alternately laughing and, and crying, crying. <laughs> as you do with you. Um, you had uh, you put googly eyes on your tumor yes, and I lipstick. I exposed
1: it, yeah. and I wore a low cut thing. Yeah, and I put was googly weird. eyes, lashes, and lips on it, and decided to name it Felicia, so that we could all go bye, bye. Felicia. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 And.
2: And that I, fucker is like a guest I, at a party that does not get a hint. That we're all like, oh, wow, i got to get up early. I really,
1: I really thought that using the humor and shining the light on it because, you know, that that would be a really great, effective thing. And then having the fundraiser and receiving all this love. And, you know, instead of being um, antagonistic, just thank you, we love you, yeah. and bye-bye, thank you for the lessons. Because, you know, um, people love when you have cancer to say, fight it and battle it and fight and struggle and battle and good luck with the fight and be a fighter and that doesn't work for me now for some people that might work for them and that might be what they need in life but I've been a rebellious sort of feisty fighter forever and here's what I think and I said this at the fundraiser so you know George Carlin said fighting for peace is like fucking for virginity it's Mm -hmm. like that (laughs) I don't want to have the same energy around the cancer as the cancer so instead of I've got to fight because also, if you enter into a battle, that means you could lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how about I not going to? So if it's a tug of war, how about I just drop the rope and walk away? That way, I can't possibly lose. I'm just going to let it go and go over here instead. If that yeah. makes sense. So, I I just want people to understand that don't don't buy into some sort of hypnotic thing that everyone thinks that they're supposed to say fight it and battle it and how's the struggle going and how's the fight and fight and fight because that's not what I want to hear and that doesn't work for me. Yeah. I'm releasing it. I'm learning lessons. I'm embracing my health again. You know, Einstein said a problem cannot be solved from the same energy or consciousness level that created the problem. Yeah. Martin Luther King Jr., darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And I feel like fighting cannot drive out cancer. Because if it think about it, but how, how's the war on drugs and the war on cancer yeah. and the war on terror all gone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are all gone. No,
2: it, well, it doesn't work. And you sing this hilarious, amazing version of I Will Survive with your own words, yes. which you did at the karaoke party, <laughs> which too. I did. Um, and
1: there was. Um, yeah. So there was uh, one particular part where I said, um I had to ask for help and love, and then I started to get strong. I just had to be reminded I am Suzanne fucking Wong. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why. That's right, motherfucker. And that's why I decided to name this fundraiser Suzanne fucking Wong's I'm Still Alive Fundraiser. So this, Um, this new path is I'm digging deeper. I'm doing a lot of because this. Because Felicia is fused to my sternum and chest wall and inoperable,
2: inoperable. Uh, it's
1: directly over my heart chakra, and so I'm doing a lot of, I believe, in the mind-body-spirit connection. So in, in addition to targeted cancer treatments and changing my diet and things like that, I'm also working in therapy on releasing past heartbreak, betrayal, trauma, resentments because I want the need for something to protect my heart chakra to go away by healing that stuff. So I'm simultaneously doing that kind of work. I also, because of Karen Rontowski, who I introduced yes, you to.
2: who we've had on the happy Yes, Karen Rontowski yeah. is awesome.
1: She referred me to a shaman named Emmanuel who lives in Kauai, who she highly recommended. And I've never gone on a shamanic healing journey. So you and, and
2: Jeff just, are going, yes, man, we're to going. surf. And to he's
1: going to oh. surf, and I'm going on a spiritual journey in heaven on earth, if you've ever been to Kauai. Yeah, it and, is beautiful. And, you know, it's, it's not free to go. And he's not charging me for... Um, the, the healing journey, which is amazing. But he said, you know, if there's anything you can donate. So th- this is to raise funds yeah. for this trip that's coming up in July, where I'm feeling like if it hadn't gotten to this point, I never would have been interested in a shamanic healing yeah. journey. What, yeah. You know, what is that? And I'm really always open to embracing new paradigms and things like that. But honestly, if it weren't for Jeff, I really think I would have committed suicide in October.
2: you said this. This is so heartbreaking. Uh, Suzanne, what you wrote, you said, this has been such a brutal chapter in my life, walking through the depths of physical and emotional uh, pain. I've never had so much compassion for people who choose to end their lives. If it weren't for Jeff's unconditional love, the irreverent sense of humor, and irrepressible desire for me to stay on the planet, I don't think I'd still be there. Mm. It's true. so that's where I start crying because... yeah, that was apparent at this last fundraiser just you know his love for you your love for each other you're, you're this is why I wore this uh, t-shirt Sisterhood is Global for yeah. uh, Falcon New York over there <laughs> and you and also Vanessa Marcel who's your best friend yes and I have who best hopefully friends. will be
1: calling in soon
2: and I mean I've we've all done this right where like I had a friend you know get a pacemaker and I was in the hospital making her laugh and my best friend for 40 years has had incredible health challenges that I almost lost to a, she uh had a hysterectomy and had a bleeding and emergency surgery. And oh, so I know God. that sort of, and Don Marie, I just wanted to ask you, because I was looking, you experienced losses so early in your life. The untimely best of both of your parents, your father were killed when you were five, your mother succumbed to cancer a year later. Uh, at six, you went to live with your maternal grandmother. She too died from cancer.
1: Yeah. So, and now she's totally here for me with this journey and helping me and giving me rides wherever I need to go. She also um, is an essential oil genius. Oh, oh, and we, so, oh is Vanessa calling in? We have in? a call on line one. Yeah. On line
2: six. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Uh, what, am I, do you know what to do? I, I don't answer, what it, you...
1: answer
5: it like usual. <laughs> How do I do it? Like th- there you go.
2: Hi, Vanessa. Is that you? Hello, Vanessa. Hello, Vanessa. Hi.
0: Hi Yay! Vanessa. Yay! She
2: just cock-blocked your story, Don Marie, but we'll, we'll get back to that. <laughs> we're back to the cock, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get back to that. Hey, Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. Are you there?
1: Hi, okay. i Good. Hi, Bunny. Hi, I was, Bunny.
2: I was saying how um, really looksist uh, um, um, Suzanne is, since you have been not only like Suzanne on People's Most Beautiful, uh, girl, list. You also were the inspiration for Prince's music video, "The Most Beautiful Girl in the World."
4: No, isn't that crazy? Clearly, he was talking about internal beauty. <laughs> no, no,
2: no, He's Vanessa. Talking
4: about good personality. <laughs> no, That's what the song was about.
2: No. <laughs> I was like, listen, she's been in a Hallmark in Lifetime mu- movies. You have to be fucking smoking beyond hot for that.
0: But you. So wait, you I were his muse.
4: Yeah,
2: all right, whatever, yes. Vanessa. Listen, you were Prince's muse for the most beautiful girl in the world. Tell us why, how, what, what?
4: Oh, gosh. Oh. Well, Suzanne will tell you I can't really talk about that that much. He didn't really like that, you know? Oh,
1: right. Yeah. He
4: didn't really liked it. He, he
1: was really private. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bunny, well, I had nothing to do yeah. with her talking about that, just Suzanne liked
4: that, too. Yeah, Bunny, thanks. <laughs> 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 um,
1: okay, <laughs>
7: Vanessa, here's what, first um, of all, Suzanne's the,
4: almost as private as Prince, by the way. She's, like, pretty close.
7: Yeah, yeah. that's why it
4: was. You know, it's really meaningful that she's come out and and um, just kind of so vulnerably and bravely spoke to the world about what she's going through. And she really does it to help other people, yeah. but also to you know live a life of freedom. Um, because obviously, we we all know we're only as sick as our secrets, and some of that stuff was like she needs to be able to share it so that she can help other people, but so also so that people could give to her and she could receive all the things that she deserves that she's always
1: given to everyone else her whole life bunny shut your mouth shut, shut your, your trap mouth. bunny
2: <laughs> um you guys have a podcast uh we called do. love stop i yes. you know vanessa we were just saying um before you cockblocked and uh, her yes. other yes. best friend here <laughs> <of it>. that <laughs> <laughs> no you have a filthy podcast with because because uh, as we all know Canter suzanne is, is filthy,
4: filthy. what yeah what? Well, our podcast has been put on the back burner because Suzanne
2: always comes up with excuses like, I have cancer! <laughs> I have cancer. <laughs> She's such a whiner. <laughs> she is. But Vanessa, I, I, first of all, I have to say, so we were talking about like we all know what this is like. I've had best friends with Serious health stuff going on and it, it, clearly Suzanne, uh-huh. I'm wearing, the t-shirt I wore is Sisterhood is Global because Suzanne has well, a sisterhood and a brotherhood but... It really is so important, isn't it? When you're, we were just talking about Don Marie's experience, you know, death of her family members at such a young age, and it, I
1: mean, sometimes
2: this is all we have is like, you know, the the what do we call it? Chosen family.
1: Yes. Right. Wayne Dyer said, "Our friends are God's way of apologizing for our
7: families." <laughs> oh, <that's> so true. <laughs> that's so true. I <laughs>
4: like hanging out with. I mean, you know, I'm mad uh, my man, and he's amazing, and I admire him, and all that bullshit, but I don't really, you know, I just want to hang out with my girlfriends. Like, they're the ones, men come and go, women are forever. That's (laughs) how I've always felt my whole life, always. I mean, women are such warriors. I think women are unbelievable creatures, and we go through so much physical bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And we still get up and handle everything, try to make everyone feel good, and I just love women.
2: You know, Vanessa, can I just say i'm a lesbian you are smoking hot from the fact that you just called your relationship bullshit i feel like i have an in here Oh, <laughs> <then> I'm, gonna <laughs> re- Stop it. I'm gonna work like a motherfucker oh, but God. listen uh. <laughs>
7: <laughs> no but if you
2: I don't guess. know vanessa marcils uh, uh, brenda barrett on general hospital gina Kincaine on beverly hills 90210 sam marquez on las vegas so um you know you uh, you also have a, a storied career like suzanne
4: yeah I mean you know I, I'm always still amazed like um I I was I started acting at five on stage and it was always my greatest passion but you know I'm from Indio I didn't realize you could actually make a living at something you love so I'm always still shocked I mean I was going to law school I wanted to be a lawyer now I want to be a cop so I'm always thinking like well I'll get to my real career as soon as I stop getting acting jobs <laughs> it just kept coming so um it's you know, I feel like it's a miracle. I mean, I'm so grateful to be able to work in this industry. It's it's such an incredible, fun job to have.
2: Well, I, you're, I you know, you guys are all amazing. I, I you know, I've sort of known of you through Suzanne. But um, so you obviously done you you have a child with uh, Brian Austin Green, who was your um castmate. How many kids do you have?
4: I have two kids. Um, my son that the uh, that's Cassius.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Um, whose father you mentioned is Brian Austin Green, and and I am um, Cassius's godmother, godmother, Yay. right? There yeah. you go. Yes. Suzanne is the most amazing godmother. I mean, lots of times she bugs the shit out of me, but she's such a good yeah. Godmother. She's a fucking
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ she's in pain in my ass, ass,
4: but she's an mm-hmm. amazing godmother. <laughs> my son is so crazy about her, and she has been there for us and my son in our darkest hours, and um and then you know she's there to laugh. Um, and enjoy all the good times, too. Like, she's just
2: a rock. She's our rock. oh Well, that's why so many people are here for her now, Vanessa. I mean, you know, it's so interesting. You in New York over there. But it is interesting. <laughs> Actually, they've met. No, but you wonder yeah, if people that, Marie's that have... Vanessa. There's a reason that you bond on such a deep level because I was reading in here that you've had seven miscarriages that you've been... Yeah. Y- though you have two kids, so... And, you know, Don Marie experienced death of her family at such a young age, has that made you guys able to be there for Suzanne in a way that's sort of on a, a deeper level than maybe some
1: of us have experienced? Well we have been there for each other through really dark times. When we first met on the set of Las Vegas it was instant friendship and we made each other laugh and we were sort of inseparable from working on that show moving forward but um, between my health crises she she drove me to every doctor's appointment for one year, when when I was going through the worst of the cancer, and she was going through a horrific court case, and I was there at every hearing and writing every deposition declaration with her, and yeah. you know, and and so we have so much money in the bank with each other. Honestly, that's uh, a great
2: way to put it. That's that's French how we feel about each other. other. Yeah. We
1: have we have yeah. just an endless well of money in the bank when it comes to each other. Yeah, um,
2: you know, it's so funny. I feel like again, that's why I'm wearing the T-shirt and Lily. Tomlin and Jane Wagner sent this to me, who are my like oh, good friends yes. and, and, men, and mentors. We adore them. And mentors. But I mean, talk about the sisterhood. That's right. Vanessa, right? Like, I for my friend Trish, for my friend Wanda, I've since you guys are both that get my daughter the shot friend, which I am <laughs> I am Shirley McLean. Yeah. And- <laughs> Please, I don't see why she has to have this pain. It's time for the shot. You understand? Do something. All she has to do
7: is hold on until 10. And it's 10! She's so-
1: It's you guys, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's who we are for each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah that is correct. I mean, Vanessa would That's sleep correct. in the hospital room mm. overnight in some uncomfortable chair, yeah. just making sure I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, Vanessa, I, okay. So here's the other thing I, I, that I love about you. No, <laughs> just because. I mean, I joke. I joke about the whole, you know, house, ma- my People my Magazine most beautiful, perfect, yeah. most beautiful woman. Uh, Maxim magazine hot one hundred, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. FM magazine hundred sexiest woman in the world. I love I that, that you said I don't know.
4: Time.
2: What's that? <laughs> I do that shit in my
4: spare time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but you talked about in one thing. You said I don't know any woman who doesn't have an anxiety attack about wearing a bathing suit. <laughs> you talked about almost, and you go like, what, there is something about the sisterhood, right? No matter how beautiful all you guys are, it, it, there's something about. That you can't explain, right? but you said you had an anxiety attack when you had to wear a bathing suit on. You know, uh, yeah. A, and you're I one actually, of you've I been one of the most beautiful women in the world for bathing
4: yeah. suits. I don't really think that much about how I look, honestly. Suzanne will, will you know, I'll she doesn't.
1: She's like usually dressed like a bag lady. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> hot, fucking hot bag I'm like lady. A do, I'm like a dude in my day to day life, but however, when I started on General Hospital, I was playing a 17 year old. And they wanted me to be in a bathing suit on television, like on television,
7: yeah, yeah, like a
4: stripper. And I love strippers, but I'm just not one. So you know, I mean, I'm not good at it like that. So uh,
2: I could work with you.
4: (laughs) Never wanted to be defined by you know you can be the you can be the hot girl of the moment, but you're not going to have an 80 year career. Right. And I truly love the craft of acting. I want to play grandmas and great grandmas and. A weird neighbor and you know like i'm not interested in being the hot girl at the moment so i think my anxiety attack wasn't about like oh am i good enough because i don't really give a shit about being like the cutest girl in the room or because i could see nothing Beauty is a handicap what i cared about was being defined by that with right. my craft yeah,
1: right. yeah, and you don't want to be the bikini girl attack. and everything no, right you I know part of me to wants to say things, that's fine
4: I, I said yeah i, did, I said no and yeah
1: Part of me wants to say so
4: that's fantastic,
2: bling. and part of me wants to say go fuck yourself, Vanessa. But
4: oh, you can listen. You can say go fuck yourself to me. But I'm saying I'll rock right the bikini in our private time.
2: Yeah.
4: Oh, 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 oh. oh, Vanessa's a saucy Uh-oh.
2: little minx. I feel I like you your friends are all straight and hot, but a little bit turnable.
4: Oh, love. Are we, this is this the real meaning of the. Vanessa, thank, yeah.
2: thanks for being such a great friend to our friend Suzanne, I, and thanks for taking hey, this time. Thank you,
4: too. Thank you. She talks about you all the time, and honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for being such a great source of laughter for her and intelligent conversation and just— Well, it's
2: hard, you know, to drag her along with the intelligence, but we try.
4: Yeah. She's <laughs> not educated. Good thing she's not.
2: It's like reading for dummies, but, yeah, you know— <laughs>
4: Vanessa, right, Thanks for having me. Thanks, buddy. I know. I
2: know you're uh, you're uh, in a busy Love place you. and in a tough sell spot, and you did this for uh, your friend. And thank you, honey. We appreciate. Like, can't wait to meet you in person.
4: Yeah, me too. Thanks for having. Me. Uh, all
2: right, thanks, Vanessa.
4: Bye.
2: Aw. Oh. Aww. Yeah. All right, Don Marie, before she cockblocked you. Yes. <laughs> i just tell you that was like my coming out christmas we call it in my family because i was like in tears and wreck and telling my big sister I was like, oh, yeah, i'm gay and she's like oh stevie paulie's gay my nephew and i'm like what i got oh, totally f- fucking oh cut-locked. my god this is my this coming is my out moment, moment. she was more <laughs> concerned about her son oh and i was like i wait
6: what i want
2: what what Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, so your parents died when you were a toddler. Oh, there's a there's there's a bigger name on the. Womp
1: womp womp. Womp
2: womp. Sandra But
1: I think um- that going through really difficult stuff, right it it gives you it gives you more compassion for the human experience, and I think that you know, the Don Marie it loves so deeply, and she has such a big heart and. You know, I I don't feel like I'm not interested in people who've had a silver spoon in their mouth and everything's gone their way their whole life. I don't want to be around those people. Yeah.
7: Yeah.
3: That's like some. I swear to God, the conversation my husband and I had on Saturday, he said to me, I wonder which one of us is going to take care of the other one later in life. Uh Mm -hmm. And I turned and looked at him. I said, Well, your dad is taking care of your mom right now with congenital heart failure, Mm -hmm. which is a very serious condition. He's been doing that for years. My mom took care of my dad when he was dying of cancer and it was it was a three year process yeah. and it was one of those things where I tried to look at and go I just know that we both have examples of what that kind of love yeah. is yeah. and yes. that kind of support kind and that's that I'm so like. thankful I know that you have that in you and it's, it's
2: can like I just say that you're different. gonna age faster working for me
3: <laughs> well and I'm also a year and a half older than him, so thank you.
1: <laughs> so, is it like when whoever becomes president usually turns gray really quickly? Yes, is, that, yes. Is, yes, that, is that Travis? Hey, That's
3: Travis. my hair was word. not this color when I started. Oh.
1: <laughs> partially me, partially Trump.
2: But um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry. So not everybody's cock blocking. I, know, I know. What do so, you want to know? All right. So what was that like and how did it inform you and your life and your relationships later? I mean, how, how do you go through it at that age? You were a, literally a toddler when you lost your parents and your grandmother, right? It
6: feels a little bit more that you're saying it because it's my life. So yeah. it just isn't is. It's, yeah. it's, uh, I'll tell you, I got so many different lessons. The one thing that I know is that we have a finite time on this earth. Be careful who you bring in as your friends. Yeah, and I I am just so happy that I can count Suzanne as a friend. Yeah, and uh, and now you'll know that I'm Puerto Rican and Italian because I'm gonna cry.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like gonna be a puddle over seven one eight so, and yeah. or two too, oh all right jesus little Whatever. italy so oh. close but yet so far, so far. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So no it's i one know of those
6: things and and you know it's my... hard to
2: have a shallow relationship right yeah with suzanne no
6: with, with yeah and the people that you choose like you're saying i don't want somebody that like you know had trump's life fuck him yeah you know you don't yeah. want that shit you want people that you can learn from and they can learn from you you can actually build each
2: other up yeah but does, but does fly. experience tragedy that young, does it inure you in any way? Or does it make it worse when it happens again later in your life? It I will tell on you who you are.
6: Yeah, it, it's uh, I'm raised with a bunch of people that just said, you know, make believe that shit didn't happen. So for many years from my parents death, I just kind of like I can talk about my grandmother because if I about my mother with my grandmother there, because she cried every night for her daughter yeah so it made me very sensitive to people's emotions and how words can affect people because if i just mentioned my mom and i was crying for my mom i would send her into hysterics yeah um it was when my grandmother died that i cried for my parents and i was 18 years Mm. old wow so it's, it's those survival uh things that you learn to just make it one more day just make it one more day yeah You'll love listen, this. I know she... you.
2: I know you were straight. At, you know, depending on my existing ability, I love on, the work. Can, <laughs> can I start dating your accent? Can I just start dating? Just, listen, uh, listen, I'll put it on Tinder. You're gonna <laughs> swipe right, Tinder,
6: <laughs> just the way she pronounces
2: Tinder. 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 Come on over. So how you doing?
1: How you doing? Come on over, Tinder. Don Marie met her husband George. You're gonna love this. Oh, at what a, a fucking buzzkill that At Gay Pride. Nice. They were both there as straight advocates. They met each other there and that's where they bonded. Awesome. That and then we went to a strip club.
2: Well, (laughs) that will do it too. Jumbo's clown room is the fucking glue for a lot of relationships. (laughs) Up in here. Suzanne Wong. Yes? You know, it's good I'm far enough away from you that I can't snot on your shirt. But so Wednesday, June twenty sixth, seven thirty, and yes. uh, uh, at the White Fire Theater. Yes. we're going to post all this, obviously, in uh, yes. Sherman Oaks. Mm-hmm. Only eighty five seats available. Uh, yes. Reserve your seat. Minimum fifty dollar minimum uh, suggested donation. But you can go.
1: You can go t- to-,
2: to GoFundMe if you're around the country listening to yeah, this. Yeah, you, can, can you. If do? you can't
1: come, you can go to PayPal funny at suzannehuang You can go to my GoFundMe page and make a donation and be there in spirit Uh, I I have to say that I went from refusing to ever ask for help and be told that that's disgusting and tacky and you should be humiliated to do that and realizing that when I would give to friends of mine who were in need I didn't think of them as pathetic charity cases I thought them of them as a human who's going through something and so to allow myself to even receive this stuff is sometimes still very uncomfortable but It's it's really healing to to crack my heart open and let all this stuff in. But, Suzanne,
2: more than that, you know this from, and you guys both know this, from your political activism. This is not you. This is America today. The people get sick. And they have to go online and ask their friends, yes. people to help that's, them that's, and GoFundMe. That that's is how broken fucked. the system is. That yes. is not yeah. just yeah. you. Yes. You shouldn't feel ashamed or tacky or anything. It, I mean, I my mom is 96, broke her hip. She just got diagnosed with Alzheimer's. We don't know how we're going to take care of her. Yes. It's a whole long, complicated story as it is with exactly. most families. But I'm, I've never had a dime of help from my family or a partner. I'm running my own business in this house and I'm yes. on the verge of like... What do I do about my mom? Yes. Like, well, how do I? I understand. What happens if this happens and this happens? We can't afford 24 7 skilled nursing. And people it, will. It's,
1: it, apparently, so many people are one medical emergency away from bankruptcy. Yeah. Yes. yeah. From total bankruptcy. Yes. You did it's it and you okay. lost your house and I you were
2: very sick. You are. And we're very successful. You had yes. like most people, you had shows, you had house hunters. Thank you goodness, this. I
1: had the money to spend. The reason yeah. that a lot of people end up doing Western medicine stuff that doesn't work for them is because that's the only thing that's covered by their insurance. Right. So that's what they do, and if it doesn't work, they don't have the luxury of, yeah. Well, why don't I try this alternative place or this clinic or try, you know. Change your lifestyle. I mean, th- these things are not cheap. This fucking thing costs $10, this yeah. green juice. Yeah. Anyway, but I want to tell you some of the, the people that are really performing. really
2: disgusting, by the way, too. Not, it, worth, it actually it's not worth it. It smells really good, actually, It actually, good, it actually tastes pretty good. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Put a little barf. green mm-hmm. apple in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, I don't know if that or fisting
2: or felching mm-hmm. wants so to make me barf more. Oh, <laughs> A lot of stuff. <laughs> I must love
7: you.
1: Okay, so Brian Callen's doing stand-up. Uh, Kira Soltanovich, Dwayne Perkins, Karen Rontowski. Yes, Mark Fernandez, Christina Wong, Steve Postel's doing music, Amy Anderson's doing stand-up, Ty fans will probably tell a story, Helen Hong is going to do stand-up, Aww. Gary Stockdale... My second
2: favorite Asian.
1: Uh, Gary Stockdale, Jody Siegel are doing music, Reverend James Mellon from the Global Truth Center will probably say something inspirational. Like if you were
2: sick that day, I would have cheated off Helen Hong in class. Oh, thank you.
1: Thank mm-hmm. you. Shut up. Debbie June <laughs> is probably gonna tell a story. Jack Kennedy, Mary Jo Mundy's gonna sing. James LaShore is gonna come. He was in the show Las Vegas with me. Mo Gaffney's gonna come. She, oh, she, her, Mo. she hurt her wrist, so she might not, you know, perform. Jacking and off. Lynn Stewart. Do you know Lynn Stewart? She was Miss Yvonne in Pee-Wee's Playhouse. Oh she's wow. coming. Yeah. yeah, my friend Dante oh. Spencer's coming. Anyway, mm. it's gonna be just um maybe a little bit from, from the first one where it was maybe more. Heartfelt and sort of gooey, touchy-feely. This is probably going to be more comedy, you know, um, comedy, more, tonight. more fun. It's, it's going to be can- fun. It's cancer tonight. Hey. Cancer hey. comedy. Cancer. We've got it's a hilarious. little tumor humor.
2: Woo!
7: Oh, yes,
2: it's healing. <laughs> it's cancer with more slide whistle. Okay, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> I didn't cry. I'm going to cry after, though. I love you, Suzanne Wong. <laughs> i love you you are a I love you thing too. a force of nature yes. you are brilliant smart funny kind amazing and you are fighting this like a motherfucker.
1: no i'm not well no, no you don't no.
2: okay sorry not fighting we're embracing i'm i'm felicia. i'm let- i am not embracing felicia
1: no i'm not saying embracing felicia i'm letting felicia go sure. Lovingly, Listen, I'm not fighting. Don Marie's her.
2: gonna cut Felicia like a <laughs> fucking bitch over there.
1: She can do whatever she wants. I'm just saying, don't, d- please, don't put it on me that that's what I, I need to be doing. I understand. Get it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank not you. I'm not trying to
2: be controlling or fisting you. fisting you in any way. You're
1: trying.
3: Belching.
1: You're trying to fist Vanessa though. I can <laughs> tell. Right. That's... What?
3: Oh well, well, <laughs> well. you could learn some things about yeah. yourself today. Just,
1: one more thing to say to you,
2: two, one, two. How are you
3: doing?
2: How you doing? Susan Wong and her friends are so hot yeah. okay go go to the we'll post it all go, yes. to, yep. go to Suzanne's um, go, go find me, me. please do it help my friend look hit, at her she's fierce man yeah. it's been she's an honor meeting yeah. you yeah. she's Seriously. smart
1: you too Chris yeah. thank you I love you crazy I love you Round oh. Eye ah. happy, happy happy oh
6: my god
5: Hey, this is Bob Seska, host of The Bob Seska Show. If you enjoyed this episode, you're going to love my show, where every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we talk about this guy. Trump is crazy. And this guy. Trump
7: is a f***ing
5: idiot. And we say this a lot. Sweet,
7: merciful
3: crap. Because...
5: He can't
7: keep getting away with it.
5: Find The Bob Seska Show at sexyliberal.com and on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, bobseska.com, and everywhere else you get your podcasts.